The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's, Fisherman's Warehouse, Warehouse Megastores Mega in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman, just part of Seth's Saturday morning outdoors, following Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Every Saturday morning, we've got a great show in store for you today, and you won't hear any Christmas jingles, right? Just yet, anyway. Reindeer music, Kent promises, next week. James Smith will kick off the show for us in just a minute. He's got some great info for you on crab and rockfish action going on. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing has got Delta Sturgeon. He's out live on the water this morning. J.D. Ritchie, you know, he's been fishing Lake Tahoe and Pyramid Lake for cutthroat. He sent us in a great recording on action going on out there. You don't want to miss this. One of the finest fisheries available here in the West. Travis Morgan joins us in our new over-the-counter segment. That's a great way for you to find out what's going on outside, and he'll be sharing information on deer hunting ammo situations duck shortages duck shortages yeah duck ammo shortages good luck finding that i'll talk to you a little bit about eagle lake we've also got alan fong joining us telling us about a great trip that he took out for chasing crappie on tuesday and we've got troy maggie the regional manager for our fisherman's warehouse stores live in the studio to talk about well a lot of things coming up including the big sale in addition to the trip the fairfield store just took had a great time out chasing sturgeon with Zach Medinas. You'll hear about some of that, too. And, of course, Mike Ogney has taken off for France again. I hate that man when he's out of the country. And he sent us a pre-recorded that we'll be playing in just a few minutes for you. Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing crawling around in the Delta in the second hour. He'll be sturgeon fishing live on the water. And there's some big news happening out at Elkhorn Bait and Tackle. That's right. Yesterday, I'm not even going to tell you, 50 dozen of them arrived there. He'll tell you all about it. Tim Boggs will be joining us in a little bit. Senior Tuna joins us. Sean Rainsberger has been fishing Donner Lake and Collins Lake. Freeze your butt off in one and get a sunburn in the other. I've got some tips for you on RVing and destinations. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us with golden opportunities. Let's waste no time. Let's go to San Francisco Bay to the Berkeley Marina and climb on board the California Dawn with one of the best in the West, Captain James Smith. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about it, guy. What's this last week been like for you? It's been really good. Um, anytime we get the nice weather, it seems like everything cooperates. The fishing's been solid. Uh, the crab fishing's been, you know, pretty decent, despite there's a lot of hoop nets now moving in the area. I know we're going to be on a, a – it's a lean year on the crab, but um, without the commercial pressure right now, Everybody's got a fair shot on the crab, and um, it's been limits every day for for both boats. So, crabbing still uh, remaining solid, and it does not look like I'm I'm been reading the uh, the latest uh, inserts from the fishing game here. It doesn't look like you're going to see a trap this season. Uh, not least a crab combo overlap. We may have a week or two of trap fishing, but um, hey. Uh, the hoops are getting it done, so who, who's complaining here? You know, it's just a lot more work for the guys, but we are knocking out limits every day. 
Well, that's your job, actually. You know, you take those people out, they expect to get theirs, and you guys bust it and make it all happen. And I know that it's a lot more work because you just can't leave them down there and let them soak. They aren't soaking overnight, which makes that stop really nice the next morning. But you guys have got them. You know where they're hiding, and you're obviously producing for the clients, and that's the most important thing, especially with crab going $40, $50 a pound out there. Yeah, it's it's insane, uh, the price of crab right now. But, yeah, that's the difference between trap fishing and hoop net. And I tried to explain this to one of my friends the other day. When you're trap fishing, you're catching crabs while you're asleep. And when you're hoop net fishing, you've got to set your traps. you got to bait them heavy. That's the key. you got to put a lot of bait in them. If you, if, you don't, if you pull them too fast, you won't get the crabs. If you pull them too late, they eat all the bait. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's a fast fishing thing. You, you, know, you have to be on the crabs. You have to pull them at a certain amount of time. You know, ample times about an hour. I don't think people realize how fast a half a dozen crabs can tear something apart either. Those guys can just wipe out an entire bait bag in short order, can't they? Oh yeah, and and not only that. I mean, you're dealing with all the small crabs too. There's there's a you know sometimes we'll pull a pot and it may have like thirty crab in it. Can you imagine thirty mouths and thirty claws or sixty claws? ripping apart that bait we'll come back to a carcass a full carcass an hour um and not just one carcass like four or five and there's just nothing left (laughs) they'll come in and pretty much wipe out everything in the pot so baiting everything's key you know we're, we're still using squid jars even though um even though you know they can't get anything out of the jars it's still the scent putting them in there we we hope that there's some food still in there for them to eat when they do crawl in so it's a it's a delicate thing you know you could you could uh underbait not get anything it's 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 a trip and it's still a learning process you know i'm still learning a little bit more every day we're still tweaking the gear just a slight bit more every day um shuffling it moving it trying to stay on the top of crab it's uh but it's a lot of fun too and you know given that we thought we were going to have no season having a token of a season with hoop nets i'll take it any day of the week because it's still providing and uh given our uh, our customers ample opportunity to bring home some crabs so we're uh it looks like <clears throat> hoop net fishing's here to stay and i would get my hoop nets ordered for next year because promar sold out in fact i think we bought every hoop net in southern california the poor lobster guys down there uh so I would get them and just plan on this being the norm until uh, until we get some sort of legislation passed that allows us to go back the other way. But um, like I said, still productive. We're still getting it done every day. It's been lights out limits. So a um, couple more weeks of this, and then uh, and then we're gonna rest for the season and, and regroup and look it over and try and re plan for next season already. Well, you've got the best of both worlds going on right now. The weather hasn't been too disastrous out there. Have you been able to make it out to the islands for some of the productive rock fishing and lings? Yeah, and we've had a good stretch of weather, although that's that's set to shake up here this weekend. I know um, tomorrow is looking very iffy. Monday and Tuesday, I think, they're going to be out of the question. Um, Everything happens on which way this – this wind pushes and how hard it pushes right now it's borderline but after that the following week looks great again so hopefully we'll have nice weather to the new year and uh before we wrap it up so we got a couple weeks left 
the boats are going out every day. We have room. It's not uh, it's not like beating them back this year. We we've had room. A lot of people did not follow through on reservations because of hoop net fishing. They thought we were going to get skunked for some reason. I don't know. So uh, boats are running with room. If you wanted to get out, we got lots of lots of room this uh, next coming week. You can get a hold of us at 510-417-5557 or reach us on the web at californiadawn.com. Check out the daily fish scores and um, updates on Facebook and Instagram. There you have it, folks. That's exactly what's going on with crabbing and rockfish action with temperatures in 70 degrees in San Francisco last week. It must have been awful nice out there, guy. Yeah, Al, Kent could have brought his bass boat out to the uh, islands a couple days. <laughs> yeah, I would have got there faster. I would have yeah. been on your boat watching him puke. Trust me. <laughs> uh, that would have been fun watching him launch uh, hoop nets off the back of his bass, bass track. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's try that. I know a guy in Modesto that wouldn't mind doing it, so let's try it with his boat first. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're talking about Ish Monroe. We are talking about Ish Monroe. Yeah, no, absolutely. Ish will do it. He'll Cap- do anything. Captain James Smith on the California Dawn. And don't forget, he's got the new Eldorado 3 out there, too. James, don't forget, you're going to send me some info on that. You have a great weekend, my friend. Take care. You too, guys. Have a great show. We'll talk to you soon. Great guy. Positive attitude and a lot of fish and crab coming across the deck there. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, Captain Jay Lopes is out chasing Sturgeon in the Delta. We'll find out all the scoop from him if he calls in on time. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite card dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956. It's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from Hi 
high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And God Fishing Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all out to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at God Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back. And uh, as you could tell, talking to Captain James Smith, everybody's grinning out that direction. I contacted Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. He was grinning, too. Apparently, the sturgeon action in the Delta, the water seemed to be calming down, and uh, sturgeon seemed to be on the chomp. Let's hook up live with him on the water right now, the man from Right Hook Sport Fishing, one of the best sturgeon fishermen in the West, Captain Jay Lopes. With... Yes, if you're going to sit in the boat, and wait for the rod tip to bounce. Yeah. You might as well do it in 70 degree weather and not all bundled up in your rain gear. You know what I mean? You know, Kent, I think you got it there. You might want yeah. to consider that when you're out bass fishing yeah. too. Just stay no, home. We're a, lot, we're a lot tougher than, than that. But, well, you know. I, I kind of like going there when there's a nice top to the boat and there's coffee going inside and there's a couple of burritos around and some guys saying, Hey, we got all the rods out. Keep an eye on them. And that's the next guest, Captain Jay Lopes <laughs> right now is that very guy. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. Don't forget about the heater. The well, heater is going, so we're good. Damn right the heater's going. The heater's going all the time for us sissies out there. You know, Jay, you got the, you've got it wired. We used to give you a bad time about being the young kid, the young guns, chasing sturgeon all over the Delta and everything. And now you're the old man chasing Delta sturgeon out there. Tell our listeners what's been going on this past week with the bite going. Well, the bite has definitely been there the last few days. Uh, we got the, the better tides. The tides are getting better every day. And we we're seeing pretty darn good fishing. Uh, for instance, yesterday, a group of regulars, they landed seven or eight sturgeon, which, you know, a little slower than what we could potentially see. But uh, they did land three keeper fish and two oversized fish. So that's really, really good fishing. Everyone walked out the boat smiling. And we saw similar action like that all week this week. So, with the better tides, the fishing definitely got going, and uh, now we just got to capitalize on, uh, you know, the opportunity while it's there until it's gone here next week. But in the meantime, we're gonna we're gonna drop the cherry bombs on them, and we're gonna continue to catch these fish for these guys every day. Well, Jay, I know you don't just go out and point the boat in a direction and drop the pick whenever you feel like it. What are you looking for? What kind of contours are you looking for out there? And what depth do the fish seem to be hanging out nowadays? Well, what's uh, interesting, he talks about depth. So there's been a happy zone the last few days. And the happy zone for the sturgeon has been 20 to 30 foot. Um, any deeper than that, last week we were getting some a little deeper than that. But here the last few days, 
you stay in that 20, 25 foot of water, it seems to be the biting fish. Um, you know, maybe it's, it, it has to do with the current, you know, because the current's not moving as hard as it would be in deeper water. Is and this, we are is this also- a situation, Jay, that you get when the, the dogs, the bigger fish, are just sitting down there on the bottom and they just look like stacked logs? And this is when you see the suspended fish up four to six feet off the bottom? Is that the kind uh, of no. image you're seeing on the screen? Yeah, we, we try to, you know, we definitely see that. But what we take the time to do to find, and most of the guys in the industry are really good at it, you take the time to look for the fish on the bottom. So the, when they're glued to the bottom, those are the ones we could catch. When they're suspended, they're very difficult to catch because they are a bottom feeder. And, you know, sometimes when the current gets right, they'll settle down and get down and start feeding. But when we're setting up here, like the other day I told guys yesterday, we didn't really get fishing until 930. And when we finally found something we you know that I really liked, and that we sit up on them, and they, they bit for us. And so I, I think the biggest thing people could do is just take the time, look for the marks on the bottom, stay away from the suspended fish. And, you know, if you're seeing a lot of that suspended stuff, just, just keep moving. You'll find stuff on the bottom, and then put your baits right in the middle of them and just hold on. They'll bite. What are they biting best on? What's your best offering that you can lay out uh, right now? We got eel going. They're biting that. Uh, we've got our row going. They're biting that. Um that's what we got going on, just pretty standard stuff. We don't really mix it up too much, Steph. I mean, you could use the shrimp bait, um, but who wants to go uh, buy a bunch of <laughs> – bait shops are going to hate me here – go buy a bunch of bait when you could go to the river, catch yourself a, a salmon, hopefully it has some eggs, and lob it out there and catch a fish. You can't beat that. And yep. uh, that's the way we're looking at it. Well, row does work, and my goodness, some of the baits that are out there nowadays are very expensive, but I do understand that there's some ghost shrimp and stuff coming down. We'll be talking to some guys later on today. Big news, nobody's had them for a long time. They've been kind of falling apart and with all the fresh water and just not real healthy, but uh, it looks like that's all but changing right now, too. Well, Jay, yeah. big fish is uh, certainly what everybody's looking for out there. Are the uh, struggles as bad as they used to be? Are they back-breaking? Are some of these guys coming in pretty easy? What's the status? No, these fish are mean. They're tough. They got uh, all the conditions in their favor right now, don't they? Yeah, yeah. especially when we're fighting that, you know, fishing that 20, 20-foot of water stuff. We we actually have had a few oversized fish the last handful of days. seems like we're getting a couple a day of that 6- to 7-foot fish, and you know, you get one of those on in, in some shallower water. They have nowhere to go but out. They make some awesome runs. And they come to the boat, dog around the boat. And uh, everyone's, uh, you know, their back's hurting at the end of the day sometimes. And the guys will sit down for, I'm good for an hour or two. They'll tell me, that's fine. That's mission accomplished on my part. So. Uh, what I like are the guys that are just so gung-ho they can't wait. And they're up there and they're just fighting it, using every muscle in their arms and back, just going like mad on the damn thing. And about five minutes into it, they go, yeah, you want to take this for a minute for me? <laughs> yeah, especially now because uh, the days of the loose drag uh, is over. gone. Yeah, you know now we're we're maxing out our rods. So like these rods have numbers on them. Those numbers mean things, you know. And uh, we're putting the rods to the test, the reels to the test. And uh, you know what? Sometimes it, it, I have to back the drag off a little bit because people just have a little bit of hard time to to hold on to that rod and reel when that big old fish flaps his tail and. Makes decides to go the opposite direction real quick. So uh, you mean you almost it, it, lost a hundred pound lady over the side of the boat on a on a strike? We, oh yeah, we definitely did the other day. We def- <laughs> that, that that happened. You yeah. got you got to hang on to people around around boats like that. You know when you get a big fish on there and you're thinking, okay, he's he's got it. He's taking line. All right, he's moving off. All right, he's got it down. And you set that hook and the tip doesn't move when you rear back. You know you're in for a real treat. 
Yeah, you know right away as soon as you pull on the, one of these things. What's very unique with the, the how we're fishing these fish now with the baits, usually when you do get the hook in them, it happens pretty quick, and they know they're hooked, and they're taking line off before you could even realize it. And, uh, it's, a, it's just a great opportunity. And well, Hold our, on. Hold on tight. Our resident bass expert had that situation happen just recently. He reared back on a monster, thought he had a – Oh, you probably, got my video. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I got your video. Was it a log? Taking squawfish out of about 45 foot of water. One of the trophy squawfish. Yeah, good. I've never caught yeah. one that deep. How, you know? how long was that? That fish had to be 28 inches yeah, long probably. and probably was, about seven to eight pounds or heavier. He wow. was out on, he was out on a break that should have been a spotted bass, but, uh, it wasn't. The tip wow. didn't move, but Kent yeah. wasn't as happy as he thought he no, he, thunk, he, saw he it thumped that up. jig like he was supposed to. And I thought, man, that's, that's going to be a big spotted bass off this spot. It wasn't. <laughs> Well, Captain, I know you've got the best of all the worlds going on out there with Sturgeon. There's no question you've got the skills and all the tools to get the boat, the fish on the boat. Give our listeners all the information they need so they can get out there and share in the great action. And uh, don't forget to invite them all to the ISE because you'll be one of the Sturgeon Seminar speakers there this year. Yeah, we can't wait for the ISE show to come back and speak. But, uh, yeah, you guys can give us a call at area code 916-417-5670 and on the web at Right Hook Sport Fishing and, uh, I, I could tell you one thing. I just just touch on one thing. I went fishing on Tuesday. My wife and I went fishing with James Smith on the California Dawn. We went hoop netting, and that actually was very productive. And the crab was delicious. So everyone needs to get out and try that as well. Hey, if they don't, they're making a big mistake. Mike Ogney came by the other day with four of them for Maryland. All I saw was broken shells around the house. Just a flurry, <laughs> great, flurry great of shells garbage flying. can kind of started smelling a little funky the next day, but the crab was all gone. Uh, folks, yeah, get okay. out and get into it, folks. Get into the crab, great. Get into the sturgeon, even better. Jay, thanks yeah. for hooking up with us and sharing with our listeners. Have a great day on the water, and we'll talk to you again real soon. You guys take it easy. Bye-bye. Captain you, Jay. Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. Don't miss the opportunity. And, you know, last year I had the opportunity to go up to uh, Pyramid Lake. My buddy Bob Smalley, the old uh, wagon jobber tackle distributor, uh, that everybody knows, Smalley's Wholesale. He and I headed over there, and uh, we hooked up with J.D. Ritchie and smacked some big cutthroat, including my biggest so far, 12-pounder, which is not big for that lake. 20s and 30-pounders are available in there for cutthroat trout just across the border in Nevada. Here's what J.D.'s got to say about Tahoe as well as Pyramid Fishing just yesterday. Good morning, Seb. J.D. here with your Pyramid Lake and Lake Tahoe fishing reports. And before I get started, let me just tell you how nice the weather has been up here. It's like springtime. The daytime temperatures are getting up into the high 50s, low 60s. We, of course, are a little bit colder at night. By a little bit colder, I mean like in the mid-20s. But daytime has been just absolutely phenomenal. Not a cloud in the sky. The lake is mirror calm and has been that way for about a week now, I'd say. Just really, really nice weather. And of course, it's nice, but it's also sort of terrifying because it's December and we don't have any snow and, uh, it's, you know, that's kind of bleak. But looking at my computer right now, I see that the weather looks like it's going to change by about next, let's see here. Next Tuesday, we're starting to get some clouds. By Thursday, looks like we could have a chance of snow and and kind of on and off chances of snow through December 17th, which is far as I can see on, on the screen right now. So hopefully the weather guessers have some semblance of accuracy on that because we definitely need some weather. Now, on to the fishing. The fishing has been very good. 
here on Tahoe. We've been getting a mixed bag of species most days. And usually we'll get two out of three and sometimes three out of three species, which are rainbows, cutthroat, and mackinaw. The rainbows are kind of the wild card. You get them kind of mixed in here and there. You don't get them every day. But uh, the cutthroat and the mackinaw seem to be an everyday proposition. And so it's pretty cool to have the mixed bag. And all these guys are in shallow water right now. So we're catching them in nothing more than 50, 60 feet. And that way, when we're jigging, we only need like a three-quarter or one-ounce spoon, which is pretty cool. Also drifting some bait for them and then doing a little bit of trolling, too, when when uh, you got to kind of hunt for them. Trolling helps you cover some ground and you just drag them to Paula's and that kind of stuff, minnow imitations. And uh, fishing's been, like I said, been very good. We'll see what happens with this weather. I do like fishing here on cloudy and light snowy days without too much wind. You obviously don't want to be out here during a storm, but... That overcast can really help the fishing too. Not that it really needs a whole lot of help right now. Fishing's been good. The, uh, the, the conspicuously absent fish are brown trout, which are up in the streams right now spawning or just getting done with a the spawn. They'll be down soon and probably hungry, but right now they're not really in play. And then of course, kokanee are, are too small this time of year. They just got done with their spawn in the creeks. So, uh, we'll see what, what next week ha has to offer. Over at Pyramid out in the desert, the weather has been very similar, actually warmer than here. Flat calm, which is sort of rare for, for Pyramid Lake. And the cutthroat fishing has been uh, very solid. We've been catching them trolling, catching them jigging, catching them casting spoons and small spinners, that kind of stuff. So uh, it's it's been good fishing. We got an 18-pounder a couple weeks back. That was our biggest one recently. We got one last week. That was, oh, I don't know, 13, 14 was kind of the biggest one. A lot of fish in the three to five, six pound class. That's kind of your average fish. I always tell people that the the smallest fish you catch at Pyramid is pretty much the largest fish, you, <laughs> largest trout you're going to catch at most other lakes. So uh, some nice quality there. It's been pretty quiet. The uh, Like I said, we've been trolling Lyman lures. We've been trolling shallow glass spinners. Some Rapalas or Rapalas, however you say that. I, I still don't know what the proper pronunciation of that is. but <laughs> um, And uh, Yakima Bait Maglips. And then uh, the guys on the shore are casting some spoons. And they're also the fish and fly rods, of course, with small leeches. And also little tiny, tiny, like 16 midges under indicators. And they're catching some really big fish on that really small stuff. So... There's definitely a mixed bag of, of ways to catch those things out there right now. Now, what I do want to mention about Pyramid is, especially as we get into the weather, into the winter, the weather there is really sketchy at times. And just don't blink. Don't turn your back. Keep your head on a swivel if you're taking your boat over there because that lake can blow up on you so fast. There was a day before Thanksgiving when several of the guides got, uh, got pretty hammered coming back at the end of the day by the weather and, and, and the recreational fleet too. But, um, and, and, you know, to an ocean guy, three or four foot waves don't sound like, like much, but what gets you over there is the interval. Those, those waves might not be giant, but they're about a second and a half apart. So if you're not familiar with the lake and you're taking your boat over there, just be very careful and stick close to the boat ramp. And, and like I say, keep your head on a swivel because that lake can get nasty. It's been real nice lately, but but that can change in an instant over there. Hope you guys have a great weekend. You can get a hold of me at 916, no, not 916. That's my old phone that resides on the bottom of the river right now. Let's try that again. You can get a hold of me at 530-307-9817. 
or on the web at thesportfisher.com. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Bull. Boulevard west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Hey, California sportsmen. Recognize that call? This is John Kirk, Director of Communications for International Sportsmen's Expos, the ISC, here to invite you to see the show back at Cal Expo in 2022. Mark your calendars, tell your buddies, and make plans to join us January 20th through the 23rd at Cal Expo. We missed producing California's largest sportsman show last year and look forward to seeing you at the ISC January 20th through the 23rd. It's been too long. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan, live from Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. B.S. He's at home. You can count on it right now. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, Seth. Good morning, Kim. How's it going, guys? Good, buddy. We're doing well. Hey, guy, we talked to you just briefly about your nice deer you went. Tell our listeners where you went and what you knocked down. Well, I went here a few weeks ago, went to Colorado outside of uh, Dolores, the little place my dad has there for uh, deer hunting. First day out in the morning, seeing old, I don't know, 10, 12 bucks, mm, not bad bucks. That evening, seen a real nice one. And stupid me, I pulled the trigger right at dark and have to hunt him down in the dark. <laughs> Sounds like fun. 
Oh, yeah, loads of fun. Good thing we found him. Uh, he's a real nice four-pointer, about 22 inches wide, I don't know, 20 inches tall, really nice. And got him and brought him home, and then uh, Dad killed one the next day. Well, it's a nice place where you can go out and uh, wait for opening day, drop one in the morning, and then your dad drops one right after that. So it was pretty productive. I got one really important question for you, though. Where in the world did you find ammunition? My garage. Uh. (laughs) You're going to love this. There were four of us hunting. We all shot the same gun, shot the same bullet, and I had the only box of ammo. That's how bad it was. I couldn't even get a box of ammo. Ammo's so hard to find, Sep. You got a deer hunt with a GMC these days. I I saw a guy out there with a slingshot, the old whammo slingshot. I think I hunted next to him. Yeah. (laughs) It's tough finding ammo out there, isn't it, Travis? And when you own guns, fishing, and other stuff, and you guys are sharing ammo out of state, something's not quite right. That's for sure. It's been real tough uh, this year for deer Deer season in California, we had absolutely no non-lead ammo. We had very little leaded ammo. And duck season has proven not to be any better. I ordered over 1,500 cases from Kent. I ended up with 140 cases. Well, geez, that's uh, 1% or 10%, I guess. Guess they figure you won't have as much demand for it this year. I don't, what seems to be the problem out there, Travis? Is it just the demand for guns and ammo that's everything's turned on by the direction of where our government's going? Or is this uh, somebody trying to slow down people getting ammunition, period? I think it's a combination of both, Seth. Uh, I think they're trying to slow down people getting guns. And the fact that one factory is buying up all the ammo companies is another Serious thought there. You know, Vista seems to own a good portion of them now. They bought Environmental this last year, along with Federal and Remington. So, ain't too many places left to go. Well, uh, are they stringing you along? Are they making you promises on ammo? I know duck hunters are calling me, and I know they got to be standing in line at your store wondering where the hell something is they can shoot. Well, they keep saying, well, we're going to ship some, we're going to ship some, but Winchester who I have several pallets on order with, has never shipped an ounce yet. I'm getting a little, and I mean a very little bit, through distribution. And then um, Federal hasn't shipped any, and they keep, oh, we're going to ship it, we're going to ship it. And, again, i got several pallets on order there and nothing. And here next month it's going to be useless. Is this ammunition all made in the United States, or is a lot of this uh, the brands that we're familiar with made out of, out of the States? No, most of them are made here in the States. Uh, environmental, matter of fact, is made right here in Oregon. And that was a smart move on Vista's part. They bought the plant in Oregon. They make the stuff in Oregon, ship it to Minnesota to, to distribute it to all the dealers. Well, ammo seems to be a problem, folks. We've been telling you all along, if you can get your hands on it, do so. I know Travis just got in some small arms ammunition and stuff. So if you've got pistols and whatever, you probably have a decent variety there. I got a fair, a fair amount. Nine millimeters seem to loosen up fairly well. We're getting regular shipments of nine millimeter now. Forty, forty-five, and three AE, thirty-eight. Getting some, but not as much. How about, um, how about twenty-two for these guys that are going to get kids? Are going to get plinksters for Christmas all across the country? Are they? Gonna I have. That? I did acquire a pallet of twenty-two ammo, so we do have plenty of twenty-two ammo right now. Well, that's good because I remember the day this you, week. 
Yeah, I remember the day I called Travis and said, you got any 22 ammo? He goes, no, we're wiped out. You want to buy some? <laughs> and I almost took you up on it. <laughs> well, you know, years and years ago, I'm, we're talking 20 years ago, I was in your store before you were even there, as far as I know. And I'd go in, i go, Seven ninety nine for five hundred rounds. I might as well buy four of these boxes. Yeah, and I put them in the safe. I got these twenty five year old boxes in there loaded with it. With twenty, they're not good anymore. They're like bread. I'll swing by and grab them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I'll, get, <laughs> yeah, I'll just beat me there. Yeah, I'm closer. <laughs> yeah, you are. Unfortunately, <laughs> they don't work. Right. I'm. I'm going to take them out and test every one of them on a range, though. There you go. Well, folks, hey, um, go ahead. Like you said, I remember here. It wasn't too long ago. Five years ago, the twenty two ammo shortage we had. Well, you couldn't find a box of twenty two no place. That's right, except my you know, garage. And it come back around again. We didn't think it would, and it came back around. Twenty two was short again, and now it's coming back little by little. Well, folks, if you if you enjoy the shooting sports, if you enjoy going out shooting targets or shooting deer or target practice or even going out to places like Quail Point for shooting for quail chucker and whatever else pheasants, buy it when you see it. Buy it when you can. And buy yourself an extra box or two just in case. That way you'll know you've got it for the next time you head out. I'm putting together a shoot. Travis is going to go with us. Kent will be there. Mark Bland, a bunch of us, are going to go up to Quail Point. What we got to make sure is that we got plenty of stuff before we head out that way because we're going to miss a lot. You can bet on it. Well, speak for yourself. I don't miss too much. Oh, baloney. <laughs> yeah, how about click? How many clicks? <laughs> I ain't shooting the Benelli this year. Oh, okay, that'll, that'll do it. Well, we'll be checking in regularly with Guns Fishing and other stuff. General Manager Travis Morgan every week. He'll either have something for you in concrete or he'll be telling you about an upcoming special or sale or whatever. Travis, you got a big Christmas sale coming up. Tell our listeners what's going on. I know you yeah, have That's right one. here. Uh, we're going to have a big sale the 17th and 18th, I believe it is, at both stores. Canyon Coolers is actually going to show up there, and we're going to have 10% off of Canyon Coolers. So it's going to be a really big sale. we got a bunch of stuff that I ain't even got pricing on it yet because I'm going to price it so low. And I'm working on the ad right now. It'll be coming out on the website, on Facebook, and in the newspapers. You got it, partner. I appreciate it. I look forward to you talking over the counter every week here on the show with you. You take care, and thanks for hooking up with us today. No problem. You guys have a great day, and I'll see you at the store. Travis Morgan at Guns Fishing and other stuff. Don't miss those stores. One in Vacaville and one right there in Dublin. Play the outro. Guns Fishing and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns Fishing and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Sure. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back in the studio. I just wanted to tell you, if you're planning on going to Eagle Lake, you're making a big mistake if you don't go to Eagle Lake right now. Bob Smalley and I talked yesterday. He just got back from a week up there. Ten fish in the morning, every morning. Every way went out. They wouldn't get out some mornings till 11. Didn't matter. They were done by 1130 or so. It's on, folks. And these fish are three to six pounds right now. Five pounders are there. There's sixes. There's sevens. There's eights. Apparently, in that he's getting an opportunity to use his boat from Gone yes. Fishing Marine, not so much like he you. He got the identical boat to mine, except it's a foot longer, and he's got more horsepower. So that's why Blanton got me a bigger horsepower coming on the next one. Yeah, right. I see how that goes. But uh, Bob is already putting it to use. But he's got a boat at Eagle Lake, and he has a boat for Berryessa. You, you two hang around with enough bass fishermen that you have uh, horsepower envy. 
Yes, and we have enough tackle to catch anything we want. Hey, speaking of our friends at Gone Fish and Marine, Sep, uh, they just wanted everybody to know, not only right on Power Sports, but Gone Fish and Marine, be closing at 2 o'clock today. So if you're uh, planning on getting down there, uh, they're closing early today for uh, the big company Christmas party. So they're, uh, uh, they're I don't think we're I, Did I get the invite? To no, the, did I you? didn't either. I, I must have missed it. I, I'll have to go back and look through my emails today. Yeah, yeah. We'll search under Blanton and see if we can find the company email uh, for the Christmas party. But you know, he just—they wanted everybody to know that they're closing it two today. If you're, you know, have to get down there and grab something, pick it up, do it before two o'clock. You know, this week I was talking with uh, Troy Maggie, the uh, general manager. I'd guess that's the term that he uses right now. The guy that runs around responsible for all the stores at Fisherman's Warehouse stores and uh, he told me about a little fishing trip that they took well i asked him to join us live in the studio and he is sitting across the table from me right now great trip out with captain zach medinas with gate crashers for sturgeon fishing for your fairfield crew i understand yeah we definitely had a great trip you know uh zach and virginia they're a lot of fun to fish with they can Uh, certainly put on the show can't they you know i never fished with them before i met them through the shows uh you know had them in the store uh but they get uh pretty excited you know i mean you know virginia gets pretty worked up when people get fish on you think oh yeah it's pretty cool uh you know we we obviously we cut i don't know if you talked to zach but we had two oversized that are a lot of fun to pull on there's an amazing video online of that one fish coming out of the water and then we did get one undersized too so uh, it was actually a slow day for most people, so we were happy to get those fish. Well, the cool thing is this is the Fisherman's Warehouse team that works in the stores, that goes out, does the fishing, participates in it, knows about it, and can talk intelligently about it, and you all had a good time make, creating more camaraderie with the store staff. Absolutely. You know, we we have a new hire there, Patrick, who set the whole thing up, and we were able to razz him the whole time, so that made it all worth it. Well, it's certainly a whole lot of fun, and I know you guys have got your big new warehouse opened up now in Sacramento, so it just makes it easier to start facilitating and keeping those stores filled up. You know, it is, but, you know, there's still, you know, people, you know, this – supply chain thing is still an issue you know james was talking about the hoop nets and you know what we have in our warehouse right now that's all we're going to get for the rest of the season so people should probably get them if there's not going to be a trap season yeah it's uh there are enough boats out there right now that we're going to have all kinds of stuff in a few months there's going to be plenty of stuff laying around one of the big situations remember the two rods i got from you from dial yes Beautiful rods. I think they're 76-2L or something like that. Two-piece, seven-foot-six. Looks ideal for kokanee trout fishing and stuff like that with a level wind on it. We have been trying to find those for Bob Smalley forever. We can find them. Oh, yeah, they're on order. Oh, yeah, well, should be in any time. He found eight of them back in on the East Coast, and he's going for it, I have a feeling. I think he's going to own them all. You know, you, ha- you almost have to. You heard James. James said he bought all of his crab rings in Southern California. You know, it's, there's nothing available. Believe me, I know James. He didn't leave any sitting on the floor down there either. Right. Even if there was a demo, he would have taken that one up too. Well, there's a lot going on at Fisherman's Warehouse stores. The Fairfield store with their trips and their training going on out there. And I stop in there every now and then. Some great new employees hanging out in there. And I'm getting some calls from people that have been in there telling me how impressive that store is. And one of the phone calls was Smalley himself. He goes, I can't believe we've got a store that well stocked with the variety that they've got this close to my home. You know, I was in there the last two days working, and it's amazing that every single day you hear the exact same thing. Yeah, you know, how long have you guys been here? Wow, how do you guys have so much product? And it's it's the same and thing. And it's the quality products. We're not talking crapola on the shelf. 
Yeah, no, I mean, you you know, you, you I mean, we have 10,000 square feet in that store, so we're, space isn't limited, but you still, you have to pick and choose. I mean, if you're in the industry, you can fill up a 30,000 square foot building, no problem. We just did it, so. Well, and the turns have to be amazing, because the way our seasons change around here, you guys are always planning, you're probably ordering a year in advance for everything, just staying ahead of the game. Yeah, I just dated a Shimano PO for uh, January of 2023, so. There we go. That kind of makes it handy. He's easy to get to the co-op dollars that way, too. <laughs> Well, Troy, as you know, we've got a great segment that we run every week with our friends at Fisherman's Warehouse Stores called What's Hot and What's Not. We're going to start it right now. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C14 Plus body for both a lightweight feel and carbon rigidity, the new Shimano Van Ford Spinning Reel incorporates a Magnum Light Rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Ford features Shimano's Cold Forged Hagany gear, as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear 2 technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also boasting next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano. And joining us right now is the man himself, the rod father, the manager of the Sacramento Fisherman's Warehouse stores, Mr. Alan Fong joins us. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. A hundred crappie on Tuesday. Yeah, we slayed them. Delta. So I got my uh, YouTube channel up and running, so, you know, I've been busy. Well, we're going to talk about that YouTube channel here in just one second. I want to know more about the crappie. Delta action? Yeah. Um, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, he's not going to tell me where, is he? Does a YouTube channel <laughs> Does a YouTube channel come with waypoints? That's all I want to know. You know what I did when I was grafting and recording all this? You turned the map off. People how to read your meter. The coordinates were on the bottom corner, and I said, mm. "I told my producer, you better block that off there." <laughs> huh. So we oh. had a, it took extra time just to fuzz it out, but you know it's actually broken open everywhere. Um, I was up by Liberty a couple of weeks ago, and we only caught like maybe twenty. And my brothers there that day caught over a hundred, and you know we did the same, and we were over off the McCollumy. So they're broke. If you know where crappie live, they're starting to chew. Well, what are they chewing I on? Is probably the most important thing. What kind of what kind of bait are you tossing out there for them? Little white thing, no doubt. No, I'm using all little plastic. Um, uh, I can't remember the brand, but I use garlands. Um, we have a big variety in the store, and they're, we're using small baits with a 16th ounce jig head. And we're in a, one area I was in the grass and another area I was in the wood. So I was showing on the grass how you, how clear they are. You can actually see a tree like you're looking up in the air at it and laying in the water and learning how to find them and find those spots where they're not sticking out of the water. So, you know, it's not getting hammered. Are you primarily looking for big drop offs? Uh, no. Well, I find up north around Liberty, they're in that 18 to 20 foot range. And when I was off the McCallamy, they were in anywhere from eight, six to eight feet. They're actually shallower in the, off the McCallamy, but the water's a little bit warmer and it's not going so fast. If it's a little bit warmer, does that mean it's a little bit darker in color too? Um, no, it's actually clearer than 
over by Liberty because the water over at Liberty, it's got the current flows are really heavy over there. Um, if you fish there a lot, you'll know on incoming tide, you don't want a crappie fish because the water just booked out of that place. I mean, comes in, it comes in so fast. You, And that's another thing I showed on my channel is also boat positioning when you got current like that. Well, so. no question about it. I wish you'd shown the weight marks on all of that so we would know exactly where you were fishing. And, of course, Kent and I wouldn't share it with anybody. We wouldn't tell a soul. <laughs> well, you know, if you guys track me down at one of the stores, I know exactly where Alan's fishing. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, he, yes. he probably would give it up. Yeah, too. GPS points will be available for a dollar. Just contact Seth at Seth.com. <laughs> you know there's no secrets. Yeah, there you go. There. You do realize he can probably make yeah. you disappear. Yeah. <laughs> into, into small plastic bags in 34 different countries. He threatened me once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're still around. Yeah, see? <laughs> well, somehow he got some we godfather. Go he, he just waved it over Kent's head and passed him. Well, Alan, it's uh, great to hear that your YouTube channel is starting to come to fruition. And, folks, what he's doing is he's going out and teaching you on the YouTube channel. He goes out the crappie fishing. You'll probably see. Is that one up now? Can they take a look at it? Yeah, it's it's up. The first segment is I show how to use your electronics, how to especially use side scanning, and then the new live active, I can see the crappie. I can see their tails. And um, then the second one is going to be how to position your boat and actually how to, what kind of line, what, you know, what I'm using, how I watch it and how I keep my rod. And then the third one is tackle, which we shot in the store, showing you everything that I'm using. And the fourth one, I'm cleaning and cooking. Well, there you have it, folks. He's doing the whole enchilada, as you might say. What a great opportunity to learn from one of the best fishermen on the West Coast. Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse Store sharing with you his techniques, how he goes about it, and the toys that he uses to make it all happen. The ghost, the Lawrence units, getting in there tight, using the live unit to really identify it, to pull the right lures down, whether they're Lyman lures or Garland or whatever you may be tossing. Get out there, get involved, stop by your favorite fisherman's warehouse store and get exactly what you need to have a great time and i highly recommend you take a look at his youtube channel what do you call them the youtube channel when they need to go to it what do they type um, in you could you could go to youtube and then just google alan fong outdoors because i'm also doing air gun hunting so there's going to be one on air gun turkey hunting i did it with my grandson and very successful and then i actually did one on beehives and i was standing I, the guy told me, you don't need a suit if you don't get nervous. And I was holding 30,000 bees in this crate right next to me, and they didn't mess with me. You know, it's pretty interesting. It's really interesting. So anything with outdoors, you're going to see on my channel. You got it. Alan Fong, folks, with Fisherman's Warehouse Stores. We're going to be talking to him a whole lot about this channel in the next few weeks. And I want you to learn as he's teaching people there. And then you know to stop by Fairfield. Hey, Antique, one other thing. Corsac. Yeah. You know. I'm starting to get um, Christmas shoppers in, you know, especially the wives, and they're coming in the store, and they don't know what to get. You know, we have a ton of stuff in there. And I think one of the best-selling early right now is Sims and Grundens uh, rain suits and normal gear that block the UV, you know. And we got all kinds of good stuff, tackle boxes, keel bags. Papa Pete, that new glide bait for big strippers, which I will be throwing pretty soon. I bet you will. So, 
What else is going on with the big well, Christmas sale coming yeah, your so way? Yeah, so we do have actually December 18th. We're going to have, you know, Alan was talking about the active target and how much it affects his ability to catch crappie. Well, we're very well stocked. They are uh, next December 18th, no sales tax again. We sold quite a few of those on our last sale. So um, December 18th, we'll have a sale in all three stores again. And then we're going to actually, for everybody who's been to one of our parking lot sales. This is something you don't want to miss. Yeah, we'll be having a parking lot sale in our Fairfield store that morning. Uh, it won't run all day. We're still going through the sheds and pulling out some good stuff. So, you know, obviously over the last couple of years, there really haven't been a lot of sales because of product. But uh, you, you'll see there's going to be a lot of stuff there. It's going to be a lot uh, a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to have uh, Ish Monroe, Luke Johns will be doing seminars for us in Fairfield only. Um, so definitely, you know, if you've got some big items on your list, no sales tax on that day, too. December 18th at the Fairfield store. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us and sharing today. Right. We'll talk to you again real soon, my friend. And Troy, thanks for coming down to the studio and sharing with our listeners, too. We appreciate it. We look forward to the big event at Fairfield on the 18th. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then I'll figure out where the hell we're going next. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained cell staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish Marine for boaters who settle for nothing but the best. Go boldly with Mercury. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Come in. 
committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. Brad's is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Well, Mike Ogney has sent us in a great recording. He's running around in France today and on the beaches of Normandy. Take a listen to what he's got to say about the crab action outside the gate. It remains epic, except because uh, we're all fishing on this uh, hoop gear, it's taken us a little bit longer to get our crab limits because we got to work at it and actually fish the, uh, the pots and pick them back up and put them back on the boat and then go rock cod fishing. So it's a little bit more work, but it's paying off, and we've been getting limits on the Real Magic daily for everybody. We haven't missed yet. And uh, same story out the uh, gate. I know James and the Cow Dawn and Jared on the Salty Lady out of Emeryville, and you go down the coast to Half Moon Bay. Everybody's getting uh, limits of uh, limits of crabs and limits of rockfish. And I don't see that uh, quitting, especially for the uh, for the city boats or us up here in uh, Bodega Bay. It's going to be really good until the uh, winter storms <clears throat> return and uh, the weather picks up and the uh, Mother Nature nature just keeps us off the uh, the uh, water. So real briefly, uh, we're all fishing hoop gear. We're not fishing pot gear and the difference is, is that you have to you have to fish these pots consistently and my best tip for the private boater out there is go over to the fisherman's warehouse or here in Sonoma County uh, Bodega Tackle is a great location outdoor pro shop fisherman's warehouse I mean all up and down um, everyone is starting to stock this uh, hoop gear and it's flying out the uh, the uh, doors and for good reason crabbing has been excellent and, and it's the best way to put fresh crab at a reasonable price on your on your table. Plus, it's a great way to spend the day. So my advice for the private boater is that you're going to need at least a half a dozen uh, pots. You're going to want to add some extra, excuse me, hoops. You're going to want to add some extra weight to them because as the swell comes up and your buoy is up on the surface pulling on that on that hoop, if there's too much swell or too much pressure caused from the wave action going through, it'll rock that, that hoop on you. And if that hoop is rocking on the bottom, crabs are not going to crawl inside. They don't like movement. They like it to be steady. Now, optimum soak time right now appears to be about one hour. You can uh, give or take 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes on that time. But if you get beyond an hour and a half, a lot of the big crabs are just bailing out. They kind of muscle their way in first. They eat what they what they want, and then they leave, and they leave the smaller crabs behind, and they walk off. So soak time is really important, as is that extra weight on your uh, on your pot. Optimal depths for Bodega Bay, 
uh, for us have been anywhere from 80 to 120 feet from Salmon Creek, uh, the far outer bay down off of uh, Tamales Point out to, uh, out to 180 feet of water and up off of the uh, Russian River. That will change as the commercial fleet opens up, but I don't foresee the commercial uh, boats going until these whales clear out for at least another two to three weeks. So we're going to have this to ourselves, and this is going to be the only way to really put economically, to put crab on your on your table uh, locally. So my advice is just put some good hanging baits, some squid in there, drop out to at least 100 feet of uh, water, stay on top of your, of your gear, watch it and work it. About every uh, 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes, pull your pots, get your crabs, and you can go on uh, rock cod fishing. I know a lot of guys on the private side have been struggling with getting this figured out. I watched a neighbor of mine who's a very competent uh, fisherman. He was out in his own boat, and he came in with half limits just because he hadn't had it figured out yet. And what it was is his, his uh, he did not add enough extra weight. He added a little bit but not much. So I had him up on that and we'll see how he does here in the uh, coming days. But uh, it's been excellent. It's a great time to get out. You don't need the trap validation stamp. Another um, just asinine idea from Fish and Wildlife to come up with another fee to tack onto us here. But you, you know that I believe it's $2.41. But you don't need a trap validation with the uh, hoop gear but you do have to maintain it and manage it and keep your eye on it and uh, and pull your gear at least every two hours and you cannot let it soak overnight and there's no need to uh, let it soak overnight. So follow the rules. You're gonna find some great success with it and a special message for uh, Kent and, uh, and Marilyn is that you can um, come down to the dock anytime and pick up a limit from, uh, from, from Merlin. Just say Mike sent you. I won't be around. Have a good one. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season is coming up quick. It's time to start thinking about getting your dog up to speed. For waterfowl, work on conditioning, bumper drills, and being steady until released. 
For up on game, work on conditioning, quartering back and forth, and stopping and standing still with the will command, especially with distractions. If you need some help, call to book a lesson or to drop off your dog for a couple weeks of preseason tune-up to 530-735-6517 or check out olivehillkennels.com. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse Stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all of your angling needs. The new Shimano Stratic C300, C400, and 500 models will increase your hookup rate and are equipped with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for freshwater water salmon steelhead and stripers too check out eurekafishing.net or call tony sepulveda now at 707-845-9588 and now more california sportsmen with seth hendrickson hey we're back and our next guest is out live on the water or i hope he's live on the water today we're gonna hook up with hooked up sport fishers captain steve mitchell out chasing sturgeon today Let's find out what the action's like out there so far this morning. Maybe he's got the anchor down by now. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, guys. Tell us about it. What are your conditions like out there this morning? Oh, it's a little breezy, I'd say. But for the most part, uh, where I'm fishing at, it seems to be laid down a little bit. So it's kind of like in our favor. Uh, this tide is going to swing around in a bit. And once it does, uh, we'll have that wind up off our bow, so we should be perfect out here. Well, you got everything positioned about right, it sounds like, out there. Now you just need those big leviathans to come swimming by. What's this week been like for you out there? Oh, man, Seth. We've been hammering these fish left and right, averaging, I guess you could probably say, anywhere from six to ten fish a trip. And these numbers have been really crazy. I mean, uh, we've been really dialed in on these fish here lately. And, uh, man, I can't complain, Seth. I mean, you got fish coming over the rail left and right. Guys got live action for sure. You know, it's just a matter of them paying attention and being able to land these things, keeping the rod tight, you know, but. Well, that's exactly, that's exactly where I wanted to go with this conversation with you, right back to where we were a couple of years ago when we talk about setting the hook and knowing what to do. And let's educate the listener out there right now. Tell them how to properly set the hook. Watch the rod tip and then do what? So we're reeling down on these fish now because it's more effective. It's more this. It just seems like, you know, it takes the guessing game up out of it. You don't have to worry about grabbing the rod, sliding it out the rod holder, and then waiting to fill that tug. If you set the hook right in the rod holder, reeling down on it, it takes that guessing game to a whole nother level to where once that rod tip fidgets just a little bit, if you feel like there's a tug on the downward pull, you just start burning that reel, of course. And once you do, 
the way you know that fish is on there, once he's doubled up, the rod tip is doubled up, and you see the rod, the spool of the reel stops spinning, you know he's there. But then you can remove it out, the rod holder, and start your fight off and everything. So, yeah, we've been doing that a lot here, Seth. Well, it makes a big difference when you wind down on him to stick him. Instead of picking it up, getting it in position, and swinging it back, because I haven't seen an inexperienced fisherman not be able to make it look like fly fishing with the loose line going back and flopping it around. The most important thing is constant pressure, isn't it? Oh, constant pressure at all times. Uh, had a young lady out here uh, probably a few days ago, and we had a really epic trip, uh, bite after bite, bite after bite. She had on uh, one oversized. Uh, she really couldn't control that fish, you know. Uh, she was trying her hardest, but she really couldn't control it. I, I actually believe that fish was snagged because we couldn't stop it at all. So we end up, my deckhand end up uh, tightening up on the drag before we lost all the line, and eventually we end up losing that, that you know, getting broke off on that fish. But shortly Been after. Been there. Shortly, yeah, shortly after, she hooks up on another fish. I happen to see this one rod. It's one of my most famous rods on the boat, which is called the Blood of Jesus. Uh, I end up setting the hook on that rod. That rod seems to always catch fish every trip. For has been doing it for so many years. I hand her the rod, and then uh, I'm trying to coach her and everything. But that adrenaline stuff is so deadly to these guys that it. <laughs> It takes over, man, and it just, you know, you can sit there on the side of them and be talking to them. You can dang there, be screaming at the top of your lungs, and they just don't seem to hear you. It's just like more so like you're that Charlie Brown character going, wah, 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 Absolutely. Wah. The only thing they're thinking is get him in the boat. Get him in the boat. Get him in the Don't lose him. Get him in the boat. That's all they're yeah, doing, and they're yeah. pumping up so much adrenaline into their muscles and everything at that point. Oh, it kind of makes me want to be there right now just chuckling at some of them. It's a great sport. It's a great thing to do. What seems to be your best offering out there? Are you still tossing out the row, or are you finding out they're hitting everything? Uh, Well, they have been on the row, but they also been on the shrimp a little bit too, but more so on the row and not just your plain row. You'd have to have your little secret recipe. If you didn't have that, pretty much you kind of like, you know, twiddling your thumbs. You may get bit, but chances are the likeliness of it, you're not, you know. But that cured roll is the is the key right now, and we've been smashing it off the cured roll. Folks, if you want to get out and have a great day of sturgeon fishing, Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing is the guy. Doesn't it sound like getting out there and having some fun? Well, you will have a blast with him. Steve, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get more information and book a trip with you right away while the action's hot. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, guys, I can be reached at 707-655-6736, or you can find me on the web at hookedupsportfishing.com, and at hook is spelled H-O-O-K, apostrophe D. So hookedupsportfishing.com or either find me on Instagram, uh, hookedupsportfishing. Either way, let's make it happen. we got room available this uh, coming up week. If you guys want to get in and fill out those last-minute tags, feel free to give us a call. We'd be happy to entertain you and put you on some fish. And that number again, folks, 707-655-6736 for Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Steve, go out there and spank them today. Show your clients how it's done. I will, Seven. Thank you, guys. All right. Take care. 
Steve Mitchell, having a great time out there on the water. Got a call yesterday. Let's go to him right now. Told him I'd sneak him in right now, and the timing is perfect. You heard him starting to talk about baits out there and shrimp baits and stuff that uh, Captain Steve Mitchell was using. Well, I'm taking you now live to Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, where Tim Boggs has got some good news for you out there. He's the owner, and he just got a whole bunch of 50 dozen what came in, Tim? Go shrimp. Yeah, they've been waiting for them. Tell us about it. What happened? Out of yeah, nowhere, well, they got some healthy ones? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I got a call last Tuesday that, that I've been waiting for for six weeks. And with all this rain that Oregon and Washington have been having, um, it's just really destroying the shrimp. But over the last probably two weeks, um, the weather's backed off. Uh, they're finished molting, and uh, they're they're shedding all that fresh water. So we got them in uh, yesterday, and we got 50 dozen, and they look really nice. How long are they going to last? They're going to make it through the weekend? Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, folks, if this is like ammo to some people, if you want to get some ghost shrimp, you can bet that you can get out to Boggs right now at Elkhorn Bait and Tackle and load up on them, get what you need out there. What else is coming in now? Is anything else that was getting tough to find coming in, too? Um, we're still waiting on eel. I don't know what the heck the, the deal is on eel, but I haven't had eel in seven months. But uh, I I heard that it's going to start coming in here pretty quick. Yeah. It's all weather dependent, obviously. That's just the way it works. Well, folks, if you haven't been to Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, you know that it uh, is a great place to stop in and get all your live bait needs. You got some of those monster jumbos out there for the guys chasing big stripers? I got them in yesterday, and they are really nice. They're fat. They're sassy. They got they got attitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you want. I want one when I put it down on the bottom. I think I got a fish on already because he's so scared because there's a twenty pounder staring at him. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? If you don't catch a striper with it, take it home and fly it. There you go. And there's all kinds of other stuff out there for you guys to catch right now. I know there's a lot of guys still catching catfish out there. Normally a warm water species, guys are out there catch fishing for salmon right now. And they're still picking up catfish at the same yep. time. All yep. above, all above Knight's Landing. I guess that area just never quits for catfish, huh? Yeah, it, it, it just doesn't. Uh, when the, when the lower sack, uh, cools off, you can come up here to, to Knight's Landing and catch all the catfish you want. Well, tell them real quick how to get out to Elkhorn Bait and Tackle and give them that website so they can find out more. Elkhorn Outdoor Sports. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, number, uh, the number is 916-991-5298. All right, Tim, get back to it. I told you I'd squeeze you in, and we were able there to you do go. it. Take care, <laughs> guys. I think we just cut him off right in the middle of his comment. Hey, Mr. Brown, did I win a gun this week? No, you didn't. You've oh. only got a couple more weeks up uh, this year because we're at week 49 already. But if you're uh, looking for a Christmas gift uh Item for somebody, a stocking stuffer, the 2022 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle tickets are on sale. You can give them a call, uh, 916-984-1400, and they'll send your tickets right out to you. Um, they're uh, they're going fast, and there's only a limited number of them sold each year. So if you want to hear your name announced every Saturday, uh, winning a gun here with their raffle, you want to make sure you have a ticket. Winner 49 is not set. <clears throat> Told you. I just sent Sam a note. Ah, yeah, the raffle ticket is number 368. John Lamar, Pleasant Grove. John, congrats. You've got a Stoger M3020 semi-auto shotgun, Max 3 camo, and 20-gauge. Except you might have even kept that one. 
uh, the staff at Gunners will be giving you a call and uh, sending you down to do all the proper paperwork on that one. They're 46 year of fighting for your gun rights. Damn near your 47th year fighting for your gun rights. So uh, make sure you're supporting them. Get your tickets. Remember, the new tickets going on sale now. And uh, you want to make sure you have them before we announce winner number one next year. I got to get my tickets right away. There you go. I Don't just miss a week. I Sam. Don't miss a week. I got to have them. They got to be ready to roll. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marinas seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation. And that tug at the end of the line. Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca, or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. Hey, California sportsmen. Recognize that call? This is John Kirk, Director of Communications for International Sportsman's Expos, the ISC, here to invite you to see the show back at Cal Expo in 2022. Mark your calendars, tell your buddies, and make plans to join us January 20th through the 23rd at Cal Expo. We missed producing California's largest sportsman show last year and look forward to seeing you at the ISC January 20th through the 23rd. It's been too long. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us right now in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, our own senior tuna, Mr. Steve Carson, joins us live, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Seth. Tell us about where you're going next week. Well, is it fishing? Uh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm leaving on an eight day trip on board the Shogun, and I had to check my calendar just before I came on the air. And it is December. 
There's no doubt about it. It's December. <laughs> There's so many fish in so many places, so many choices. How, how, how do you even pick? Now, we're most likely going to go down to a spot called the Ridge, uh, about about uh, three-quarters of the way down uh, the Baja coast on the Pacific side, kind of outside of Magdalena Bay. And uh, fishing's been just excellent on 25- to 40-pound yellowfin tuna, 20- to 30-pound yellowtail, some wahoo in there, some grouper in there, little bit of everything, even some Dorado. Do you bother staying at home this time of year at all? Is that why you're gone every other weekend? Well, you know, the fish keep biting. In theory, they're supposed to have stopped a month and a half ago. Yeah. Well, apparently they didn't get the memo. They didn't get the memo. Not only are they biting way down in, in Mexican waters, like you would sort of expect, but right here at home, the boats out of San Diego and Long Beach are still going out because, by the way, for the last almost two weeks, it's been absolute perfect chamber of commerce weather like you couldn't you couldn't create weather better than we've had and when that happens the boats can go out there tanner bank it's a hundred miles out i mean there's no doubt about it not where you want to be when the weather's rough but it's been perfect weather the bluefin tuna just keep on biting pretty much every trip that's been out there it's been limits of bluefin tuna the only question is is the school that comes up under the boat that you're on is it going to be the little 30-pounders, or is it going to be the 150-pounders? You oh, really please, never know, and you have to be ready. Please make it the 30-pounders for me. Oh, uh, Sap, come on now. <laughs> now, it's just it's for it's for what we call the, um, they used to call it the senior class. Now they call it the master class angler. Um, that's what two-speed reels are for. And by the way, on a, on a popular uh, uh, fishing bulletin board, I always run kind of a survey what pen reel would you most like to have for christmas this year whether santa brings it or you just go out and buy it for yourself either way it doesn't really matter and interestingly enough far and away leading the field is the pen international 16 visx which 10 years ago would not even have been a reel that you needed in california waters we didn't have fish that were big enough but for the past five years You've had uh, a, not just a, a remote chance, a really good chance of running across fish in the 150 to 300-pound range. And when I say fish, I mean bluefin tuna and that Penn International two-speed 16 VISX. Uh, you, just tossed in, you just tossed in the key word there. You didn't cover it the first time. Two-speed. Now you got my attention. Two-speed. Well, Absolutely. yeah. Well, VI, the, the, the VISX series is specifically made for West Coast fishing. There are also internationals made in single speed, but a, a VISX is it's expected that it's going to be a two-speed because it's made for our West Coast style of fishing. And for whatever reason, they come in two colors. They come in silver. They come in gold. Everybody answering the survey wanted the silver. So, so there you have it. Well, Tuna, the action down there obviously is staying great a lot longer than anybody predicted out there. Go ahead. Stick your neck out. How much longer is it going to be good? It's going to be good as long as the weather's good. You know, what's going to happen, you're going to have inevitably, even in San Diego, there's going to be what passes for winter. There's going to be about a two-week rainy period. Probably in the, in the right at, It's right after the Rose Bowl game and the Rose Parade 
which is always perfect weather. Mm-hmm. And then usually within a week of that, there's there's some sort of a big storm comes through, and it may you know may push the fish a couple hundred miles down into Mexican waters, and they'll be back probably about the middle of March. That's my prediction. But if we don't really have again, we're in that drought. If we don't have that big storm, those fish are not going anywhere. Well, it's just what you need down there. Some place to fish every weekend now, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and that and therein lies the problem because the fish are out there every day. But you know, at this time of year, people have other stuff going on. They got family stuff and whatnot with the holidays. Uh, a lot of times on any given weekday, there are no boats out fishing. Who would have ever thought? Limit action on bluefin tuna, and some days you can't get enough people together to go out after them. Pretty amazing world we live in. Absolutely, especially with the good fishing opportunities down there. You know, my nephew lives in San Diego now, and he is just absolutely thrilled with the weather and everything. Went to San Diego State, and he's working down there now. I said, you got to get out and do some of that fishing. He goes, oh, I don't know about that. I said, oh, it's a totally different ocean. You'd love it. And he goes, how many times have you been out, Seth? And I just said, yeah, you really do need to get out there. Because Sep ain't going to do it. Sep it says, is a totally different ocean. Look on the map. It's a lot a different than called, we deal with. There's a thing called Point Conception, which is roughly where Santa Barbara is, about 200 miles north of here. And north of that line, it is a totally different ocean. There's no doubt about it. South of that line, uh, I, I mean, I don't want to say there's never any storms. There certainly are. But uh, it's completely different weather situation. Well, Steve, when you get back from this one, I know you're going to have some great info to share. What's your next trip planned? Are you off for a couple of months now, or are you going to be heading right back out again? Well, you know, I mean, the holidays are the holidays, and, you know, everybody has to take a little break. But actually, just leading up to the ISE show, I just heard John uh, make that little announcement about the dates. Uh, I'm actually going to be going to be on a, uh, a trip on the Vagabond, uh, just getting home just in time to load up my car and drive up to Sacramento and see everybody at the ISC show. So there you have it. Sure be a lot easier if you lived in Chico now, wouldn't it? Uh, no. <laughs> I know where you would want to Would be for live. me. Yeah, it would be for Kent. <laughs> Kent would need a new freezer. Come on, Tuna. <laughs> you know, there's at least three guys from Chico that are going to be on this Shogun trip that's leaving Monday. What's your excuse? Uh, just give them my number, and remember, <laughs> if they call me as they're coming through Elk Grove, I can be at our meeting point. You know, you know, your your very very good friend Ish Monroe is going to be on at I would say a minimum of three trips next year. I think you need to be with him. Um, you know, I might have to work on that, Tuna. I think that'd be a great idea. I might actually pay for that drip I, just to get the video. I think Ish, I think Ish <laughs> is a bad influence, though. The, vi- the video would be awesome. It would be awesome. <laughs> All right, Tuna, I want to thank you so much for sharing with our listeners, and I'm glad to hear the bike continues, and I'm even more excited to uh, hear what your trip on the Shogun produces. We'll talk to you the following week after that. Do we get you the following week, or are you back yeah, in time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm back in time and looking forward to sharing uh, sharing everything. Well, thank you, Tuna, and we're glad you're going to be sharing with our seminars at the ISE this year, too, sharing with all the listeners and attendees that come down. Excellent. Take Thanks care, Mike. Take care, my friend. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right. See you, Steve. Bye-bye. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, what a great, informed guy. He's, he knows quite a bit about what's going on out there in the salt. He needs more time. Yeah, he needs to get out on the water more. I think, <laughs> I think he'd probably benefit by a little time on the you water. You know, I, yeah, without a doubt. Here's a guy that's not sure if he wants to fish warm water, cold water, fresh water, 
or freezing cold. Let's hook up with Sean's <laughs> Guide Service. Sean Rainsberger joins us right now. He's been bouncing back and forth between Donner Lake and heading down to Collins Lake, where it might be a little more He's out of the fog either way. So. Well, let's find out exactly where he was yesterday. I know yesterday he's someplace, tomorrow he's someplace, and today he's probably couching it on the couch right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? I am couching it. Well, I don't blame you. What did yesterday? Where were you yesterday, Donner or Collins? Collins Lake yesterday. And how did that produce? You know, that's a fun fishery. Um, the water was a little bit more cloudy than I expected. Kind of chocolate soup. Couldn't see the prop on the main motor. Um, that was disheartening. We struggled a while and ended up getting some fish towards the end of the day, in fact. Um I saw Mr. K over there soaking his power bait, and he did well on that. Mr. K, who's that? Oh, uh, Cal. Oh, oh, Kellogg. Okay. Well, the yeah. I'm not into. <laughs> I the... refused. I refused to use power bait and sit in a boat like that. Yeah, I, I just I just don't see sitting still, except unless the boat's putting. That's okay if you're trolling. You know. If you're trolling along. You know. Well, you got into a couple of trout, obviously, towards the end of it. But, you know, I really wanted to talk to you more about Donner, what's going on up there, because I used to go up there this time of year and do a little fishing with one particular guide up there, and it was big fish time. Well, it is big fish time up there. Uh, Yesterday we did catch the near eight-pound rainbow and and did have some action. We had to wait for the chop um, at Collins. We did pretty good, uh, considering, but... But you're right about Donner. That it is the big fish time of the year. We um, so far haven't got one over ten. We're just under ten last week. Uh, sometimes that happens. But they're feisty, full of energy. One had a, a 13, 14 inch rainbow trout in its gut. Um, they're after the those planted trout and whatever they can find. Well, they'll be chasing some smaller kokanee because I'm sure the kokanee is done up there this by this time of year. Well, oh yeah. With the max, what are you pulling for the max to get into those guys? Always big swim baits on on at least one rod. Um, Any particular brand or color that seems to be working better than others? Rainbow trout. That's that's the color. Um, it's always the color for swim baits. Just because of the amount of fish that they plant in the lakes, everybody knows they're slow and stupid, and they'll get clobbered by some bigger fish. They are slow and stupid. <laughs> I, I wish. They would keep those fish in colder water before they plant them. Yeah. That way, they're you know acclimated a little bit to the that lake, you know. Because even when it's iced over, thirty nine degrees is what you're going to see at at some point under the ice, all the way to the bottom. Yeah, and it's and rainbow trout just they don't survive. It's rather chilly out there. There's no doubt about it. It's a pretty cold temperature and. Ideal temperature range for a rainbow trout is probably 55 to 58 degrees, and then they can easily handle yeah. it down to 45 or whatever. But once it gets down there too cold, it's just got to get a little lethargic, and I think that's when you wrap up in a down comforter and just kick back, fish or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, they weren't born there. They weren't raised there. That's why they need to be in a little bit colder water. I, you know, that's my suggestion. But Well, yeah. They'll they'll just you know they have to match up the fish with the water temperatures when they arrive. They can only have so much variance between the temperature in the tanks and the temperature in the lake. That's why they test temperatures yeah. before they put them all in. Not to mention the fish are pretty heavily medicated, so they can handle the transport and everything. To right. Work. So it takes them a while to get acclimated to everything. 
but at least they offer a great opportunity. And Collins Lake is one of the lakes that really cranks out fish and uh, cranks out more than anything some great ice cream cones up there. <laughs> it's impossible well, to do. go to Collins and not stop for the ice cream. I know. It's the best part yeah, of it. Yeah, I like that Collins. lake. Well, yeah, I, I like that lake. It's just chocolate milk right now. I, I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense, but. The action's there. The trolling um, is not really producing as well as I expected. We got six fish, well, One, it, almost eight pounds. But it's a uh, great shoreline fishery, though. Too anybody without a boat, you can get out there and shoreline fish. And whether you want to do something under a bobber or float it up off the bottom, there's plenty of presentations that'll work. These fish can cruise in the shallows, so it's easy to cast out over them with a lure and to retrieve it. And uh, you stand a pretty good chance of hooking up doing that, too. Well, Sean, give them all the hookup information they need so they can book a trip and get out there on the water with you and freeze their ass off up at uh, beautiful Donner Lake. Oh, I've got, I've got a good heater in the boat. I'm certain of that. <laughs> well, that's seansguideservice.net, S-H-A-U-N. Phone number is 530-802-4484. And you can get me on Facebook, at Sean.FishingGuide. All right, Sean, where are you, where are you heading tomorrow? Are you going to Donner tomorrow? Yeah, we're going for the big boys tomorrow. It's solely just big fish, and uh, I expect to catch a big one. All uh, right. The guy that uh, spent years and finally got a 21-pounder last year, and he's coming back out again. He's he's not done. Well, 21-pounder is a big, beautiful fish for that lake. I hope he succeeds, and I hope he's got a big smile. And if he hangs one, you make sure you send us a picture. Sean Rainsberger, Sean's Guide Service, that number again. Give it to him real quick, Sean. Five three zero eight zero two four four eight four. You guys have a good one. All right, you do the same, my friend. Hey, it's about time for get a clue. Where's Marilyn? Get a clue. Get a clue is brought to you by Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Well, it's time to start thinking of taxes. Time to evaluate deductions and donations. And a reminder, conservation groups fit right into this. If you fish or hunt, there's definitely a group for you. Plus, to make it easy, most qualify for payroll deductions. Now, if you hike camp, bird watch, or kayak. It's the outdoor community that supports your opportunity to do it. You don't buy licenses, so it's time to think about helping out somehow. None of this is a free ride, so the best way to pay your way, donate to a cause that helps. In this era of COVID, fundraising dinners aren't raising all the needed money, so donations are vital. Find that group that you feel does good. Get a clue, think about it, and help out. Take care of yourself, stay safe and well, till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. 
The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Some guides just take you fishing. But Sean Rainsbarger of Sean's Guide Service takes you where the fishing is good, giving clients the best chance for hookups. Sean's Guide Service offers personal guided trips for up to six anglers in his 22-foot, fully enclosed Bolton fishing machine. Sean guides year-round at Donner Lake, Lake Tahoe, Stampede, Boca, and Buller's Bar for Kokanee, Rainbows, and Lake Trout, and seasonally hits the Sacramento River for the Big Striper and King Salmon Runs. When it's time to go fishing, make sure you're heading where they're biting with Sean's Guide Service. Give a call and book a trip. 530-802-4484. Seansguideservice.net. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Corn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, good morning, everybody. I've got a couple of very simple RV tips for you that will make your life very, very simple. Let's start off with talking about bugs. 
You ever get bugs and insects inside your motorhome, your camper, your diesel pusher, your fifth wheel, your tent for that matter, wherever, and they just seem to be everywhere every time you turn around? Well, you've shown up in nature and you've dropped your blocks and your leveling plates and everything else and your stabilizer bars. You're in your position. You're ready to go. And the first thing you do is drop right into where they all live, right into the ground, leaves, decaying stuff. You need to spray around those braces that come down, the levelers on your RV, and spray the ground around your tires so there's no way the insects can start walking up the undercarriage and work their way into your RV. If you simply use a a home insect spray around the tires, around your stabilizers, you'll find you have a lot less of them entering into your system, into your RV for that matter. There are screens that you can get too that cover up your intakes where bugs seem to crawl in like going into your water heater, spiders can get up there, make a web and your water heater won't light. And there's other problems that they can. Mud daubers come in there, move in, wasps move in. You can prevent all that by putting screens out there and the spray to keep them from walking up and into it. And by the way, here's a trick if you want to remove a lot of dead bugs, because if you've got them on a traveling RV trip, you've got them stuck all over your windshield, you've got them stuck all over the front of your vehicle, bounce dryer sheets really keep things clean and allow them to scrub the bug bodies off very easy. That little bit of abrasion they have really gets it off easy. Be careful when you're working on paint, but if you're on fiberglass or just bare metal or whatever, you'll be impressed. And speaking of bounce dryer sheets, there's nothing better than to prevent mice from hanging out at your RV. Stick a couple of them in the closets, in the bathroom, just put a sheet someplace. They are repelled by the odor from the dryer sheets. Mice, voles, varmint, all kinds of little things. And I've had them crawl up into mine at Flaming Gorge. We had chipmunks running around in the ceiling till they finally left and we figured it out. Make your life simple. Don't pull your hair out like I did. A little bit of spray will take care of the bugs wherever your tires or anything contacts the ground. It'll stop them from walking up and into it. And if you've got mice or you don't want mice, a couple of bounce dryer sheets placed strategically around your RV will be a great help. Have fun out there. That's what it's all about. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back. What are we supposed to do next, Mr. Brown? I think you're supposed to talk to Mr. Hurley. That's right. The Outdoor editor News. of Western Outdoor News is joining us next, and I'm going to punch up the button right now. He has been a great bevy of information for us in all of our shows lately, asking him to do freshwater fishing for us, asking him to do warm water fisheries, whatever it would take. And today is golden opportunities. 
and we have our own definition of that, but we think that these are places that you need to be trying, folks, because they're pretty darn good. Let's see if you I'll see how close you guys are. Go well, ahead. let's find out. Joining <laughs> us now is the editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. Where you know, are you've already hit what what's that? Where are you driving to or are you out fishing this morning? Well, I wish I was out fishing, but I am driving to the town of Antioch today and I got to see the sun. Oh. It was very uh, cloudy in the Bay Area. It was really overcast, so I'm going to pull over here in a second. But, yeah, it's uh, sun just came out, and uh, I hear it's been really foggy in the Delta, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be as foggy today, which is nice. It was... know, it's been really dangerous out there for guys that really aren't uh, aren't on top of their game because you can't be blasting through the Delta right now when that fog is out there. That's a fact. No, and, G- and GPS isn't radar, and so many guys think, well, you know, I've got a track or I've got GPS. I know where I'm at. I know what I'm doing, but the problem is it's not radar. You can GPS still run into things. Doesn't show you a stump either. Yeah, it sure doesn't. And uh, and so you got to uh, you got to keep that in mind. Well, Dave, other than backyard walking around, what uh, golden opportunities are you aware of out there for our listeners? Oh well, uh, you know you covered them some excellent ones today with Pyramid Lake Tahoe. You got Collins Lake, which was what I was going to talk about. I I thought that was a great report. Um, and, uh, and, you know, the donor, the fact that you can get that big trout. This is trout planting time. This is the best time to go to these places like Amador every week, dumping thousands of pounds of those big cutbows in there. Um, Lake Comanche, 2,700 pounds again this week, split between the North Shore and the South Shore. So those lakes are getting more and more trout on a weekly basis. Uh, those are, you know, those are your planted trout. They're going to be a little bit different than places like Berryessa, New Maloney's, and Don Pedro, where the, the trout have been in the lake for a while. They're going to be feeding on more natural um, baits. Um, I guess Oroville would be the same way. But uh, those are good places to go start, particularly if you are coming from the shore and you and you want to get your family out there. Uh, I, I want to go back to what Marilyn uh, said in her Get a Clue. I thought that was an excellent point of, that she made is that, it's time to give back. You know, fishing is really expensive. <clears throat> but if we look at our opportunities and we look at maybe we give up one trip to either put in our time for an organization or give in our money. And I wanted to mention next week in, in, in the aqueduct, and we never talk about the aqueduct, but the aqueduct, California aqueduct, has a whole selection of fishermen from the San Jose and Central Valley area. And that's where they start. They go to the aqueduct because they can afford to go there. Uh, there's striped bass in there. There's catfish. And next week, there's a group called Stripers Gone Wild for an unwrapped toy. It's going to be at the Hillsdale Bridge, which is uh, in the Los Banos area. You bring an unwrapped toy. They get in on their second annual Toys for Tots Derby. And last year, they collected over 90, 90 toys. So I think those things are really excellent opportunities for us to give back as anglers. Well, Dave, there's a lot of great uh, places for the toys donations going on. Our good friend uh, Lenny LaPenta at Bucks Outboard. Yeah, Bucks Outboard. They started it, announced it last week on the show. They're starting to collect. They want to, every year, the Shriners Hospital, they try to fill a boat, load it up with toys and stuff. Marilyn and I took them just hundreds of dollars worth of batteries for everything last year because I knew they needed those. And these are just great ways to give back to the whole thing and do some good at the same time. 
Plus, I guarantee you, Kent's got a bunch of brand new stuff laying around his house that he'll never use. I do, too. Why not share that? Get it out there in the hands of people that can use it, benefit from it. And uh, we'll probably get it some of our life jackets passed along also through our friends at the Department of Boating and Water. I thought Dave was riding the Matterhorn there for a minute. It sounded it, like it the sounded abominable It sounded like snowman. you were doing definitely <laughs> some uh, street racing out there, buddy. Yeah. I thought m- perhaps you blocked off an intersection for a minute. <laughs> yeah, he was doing well, I was, he was drifting. I was only going about I was only going about 80 miles an hour. So, yeah, uh, it sounded like you were drifting. It sounded like you were drifting and going sideways, however. Oh, well, you know, when you're driving a Prius, I mean, that has a, oh, that, might, that might be something about it. My, there. Uh, you mean, you my know. Prius doesn't make that much noise. You know, I love you, Dave. How did I know you'd be in a Prius? A Prius. Oh. Well, I do have a Tundra. I do have a Tundra. So I do. That's part of my man card, too. You know, All right. you can't completely take it away from me because I have a Prius. That's but true. Yes. You're, you're doing your best. You know. You're doing your best to help. Dave, don't 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 throw that out again on the show, okay? Hey, uh, Kent, let's talk about, did you, have you talked about the meeting we went to this week? I have not. You know, um, I don't know what your thoughts were, but uh, we went to a, a Department of Fish and Wildlife, hosted a meeting. I know, Kent, you helped set it up at Bass Pro Shops yeah. to talk about the bass permitting. And one of the things that struck me was we had six people from the Department of Fish and Wildlife there. And what what my biggest takeaway is that they're really sincere about fixing this problem. You know, they really are. And, and, and I've got to, I've got to say the announcement this week that came down from the California Department of Fish and Wildlife that uh, they have appointed, uh, Jay Rowan as the fisheries chief. Uh, I think was a, was a great, uh, a great announcement because Jay's one of the good guys. Yeah, he's a good guy. And Stafford Lair was extremely complimentary yes. about him all along coming into this. So congratulations to Jay Rowan. I hope to be talking to him soon. Yeah, no, he, and, and Jay's going to do a great job and, and he is one of us. And, and that's kind of, you know, that's a refreshing thing. It's always to have. nice to know that they got a fishing rod at home when you're dealing <laughs> yeah, with They own guys. a fishing rod, uh, is a bonus if you're the fisheries chief. And, uh, now he is one of us. And, and and a good guy and um, super happy for him. So how are they working this out for you guys? You know, I, this has become so important. We've got editors of newspapers. We've got radio talk show hosts all well, helping you know, coordinate I've, this. I've kind of coordinated a couple of meetings. You know, we, we've had some fiascos going on with our fishing permit uh, process for our tournament organization, SEP. And as you well know, nothing gets changed uh, that's a regulation without it first uh, going through the, the different commissions and to the fishing game commission and you know it's a lot easier for them to um pass changes if the if the department has already had a working relationship with the tournament organizations that they're working with uh to change things for the better and good communications yeah absolutely and that's what they're in the process of doing there's some changes on how they're doing um you know the the fishing tournament uh, permit processes yeah. and and how uh, you know some of the requirements and some of the things that are going well, on that and, are going to make it better and the wordings of their regulations all have to be adjusted yeah, so that it's it totally and clear and there won't be any little bins in the no road. There's no gray area there and and but the nice part is is you know you've got the guy you know you've got Randy Pringle there from the BBT you've got the New Gen folks you've got the Western Outdoor News folks you've got uh, you know the Wild West Bastro folks are all there the Bass Federation uh, are there so you know having everybody in a room together 
um, works a lot better. We did uh, have a few of our tournament organizations that were missing from the meeting, uh, and I hope they uh, I hope they get involved. And uh, you know, it, it affects all of us. Dave, what did you think about it? Well, my biggest takeaway was that the department was listening to. It was a listening session, and they took information back, and I felt really good about that because that's been kind of the missing factor in this last couple years of COVID is where, you know, you don't have the same situation when you're on a Zoom meeting, particularly when you're limited to a minute after you've been waiting five hours. And I, and I, and I really got that the department heard that and was sincere about listening to what the stakeholders wanted to do. And I think that's a great move in the right direction. And I was very impressed with the, you know, Valerie could been the interim. She's been incredibly transparent in terms of, you know, re- responding to uh, to emails and contacts. And that's what we expect from our government organizations is that when something is not right, they're willing to fix it by listening to the people. And that was, you know, you're not always going to get what you want, but to be able to express your point of view is priceless. And I, and I really thought that was uh, the way government should work. And I, w- I was very encouraged. Well, to know that, to know that they wanted to put this together to increase the communications and to improve the communications, basically. I think it's a great move and I'm glad to see that they're reaching out to guys like Kent and you to also attend these meetings and to, you don't need to be referees. We all just need to speak our, our point and everybody get along and figure out the best way to move forward. And I think that's what they're putting an effort to doing. Or I know Mr. Brown, he wouldn't be involved in it. No, no, I know Kent have a lot to do with putting it together, so that was great. I appreciate that, Kent. Well, we're trying yeah. to, you know, I mean, my real job is selling boats. And if we don't have these tournament organizations and these tournaments going on, we have to have that playground. We have to have that place for people to use those boats in. And uh, so there's a method behind my madness as well for yeah. being, you know, concerned for. Be like an uh, RV for, salesman with no place to go. Exactly right. And, and so, you know, I mean, I, I want to make sure that in the future we still have uh, the best tournament organizations in the country holding tournaments in California. Yeah, well, let's talk bass for a second, Kent. You know, uh, I don't know if you saw that John Leachty, uh, he got a 10.6-pound largemouth at uh, Maloney's this Dave, week. Dave, that's, that's not even newsworthy for John. you you got to understand, uh, it's just another damn 10-pounder for John. Uh, you know, that's a – that's a see, and I, and, I, and I knew John's dad. That's how far back we go, buddy. But, uh, yeah, that's – you know what? That's that's like Kyle Rasmussen catching a ten pounder. That's like you know that that whole crew over there in Angels Camp and Maloney's and Pedro. Those guys are uh, definitely big fish guys. And uh, yeah, John's uh, John's one of the best uh, on on Maloney's and Pedro and those lakes for sure. But it was on his third cast, you know, his third cast. I mean, what are the chances of that? That's pretty amazing. Well, you know, you, know, you, never, you never want to catch yeah. one on your first cast because that's bad luck. But past that, <laughs> yeah, it's fair game, man. It's uh, anything you want to do. And, and uh, But, you know, we talk about bass fishing. I mean, there is some really good fishing going on. This crazy weather we have going on uh, is definitely sticking guys uh, on the water in our, you know, our mother load, our foothills reservoirs. Uh, Berryessa's been really good. Folsom's been pretty good. Uh, Oroville and Lake Shasta Oroville. are great. Yeah, really good Shasta. fishing. McClure is another spot. Yeah, Boston, McClure, Malone's. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Phil's Props has a big tournament going on at Lake Shasta tomorrow. They'll, they'll draw over 100 right. boats up there. And, uh, and there's some guys that are 
catching. It doesn't look like Lake Shasta bass, man. These are uh, these are big green largemouth up there, so it's kind of cool. They're they're going to have some big weights up there tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with because this is the big fish time up there, isn't it? It's it Shasta, really, you know, it, yeah. it is, and and you were talking about this is the time they plant trout. Well, when they start planting trout, they start biting swim baits, and uh, that part's uh, that part's really a uh, you know really a, a, a time of year thing and. Uh, this is uh, this is the time of year to get out there. There's no water skiers. There's no uh, not much boat traffic out there, so it's a great time to be out on the water for sure. Yeah, one other thing, the urban lakes. Another good. We talked about them a mm-hmm. lot, but they're planting heavily all these lakes: Contraloma, Lafayette, Quarry Lake, Shadow Cliffs. Uh, everything in the Bay Area is getting lots have, of plants. Dave, have you heard planting in the Sacramento area? Have you heard anything about San Pablo Reservoir lately? Yeah, it's closed till the third of February because of the, apparently there's a migratory bird there that uh, stays there, so it is closed. Uh, it'll be closed and parties closed until the seventeenth, I think, of February. The bird. Well, this is when party closes every year, though. It's not a. There's right. no bird closing party. It just closes right. every year. This a lake closed because a bird chose to live there. God forbid the birds strike. We'll be moving out of our homes next. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know, well, I, that was I, always the thing at Eastman. They too. did the you same thing up, up at. They did the same thing at Eagle Lake. They closed off the place. Uh, it's people are getting too close to them. The people were there first. The birds came in afterwards. <laughs> yeah, everybody out. We got to right. take care of the birds, right. Dave. Well, the, you know, we've all gone through the closure areas at Lake Shasta and ah, places like that because an eagle a, decided to land in a tree. There's a bald eagle there. I got a yeah. bald eagle hanging around my house. Yeah, that's you. So. <laughs> well, such is life. <laughs> there's a lot of them flying that's around. Exactly Eagle-like. what Marilyn said. <laughs> all right, on that note, Dave, I'm dumping you off the phone. Thank you so much all for right. joining Sounds us, good. Dave Hurley with Western Outdoor News. You do that. Get back to that Prius and drive it straight. <laughs> Sounds like he has mud in the snow tires. He's got bridge. something going there. You know, we we talked about the uh, great prizes and stuff that are being gathered, and I said to myself, we got to get Lenny on here again to explain why they do what they do. So from Buck's Outboard right now, i got two minutes to talk to Lenny LaPenta about the great thing they do with Shriners Hospital. Go for it, Lenny. Morning, Seth. Yep, every year for the last 10 years, we've been collecting toys for the Shriners Hospital. One of my employees was once a patient there, and he started the tradition years ago. Uh, we decided to keep it going, so now we do a, every every year we do a fill the boat with toys for the Shriner kids, and we're doing that right now. We got a couple weeks left. Uh, whatever you can do, anything will help. I know times are tough right now, but it's it's tougher for those kids. Well, no question about it, and uh, anything is appreciated. What types of things are you already getting down there? What are the typical types of prizes? And do you still need to get batteries and odds and ends like that, too? Batteries, odds and ends, crowns, all that kind of stuff is good. Um, not just toys, you know, anything, just blankets, balls, anything. I mean, uh, anything is appreciated by them. Well, it's great stuff. Now, is this a situation where bicycles and stuff would be appreciated, or is this stuff that you're going to be using just in the hospital? just in the hospital so probably not a good idea to get him a motorcycle or a bicycle probably, uh, probably not <laughs> are you wearing a santa hat that's all i really want to know uh, yeah right now yeah i'm actually wearing my santa hat and my santa underwear huh, there's a mental image i know what's needed i know what the santa hat looks like i don't think i yeah, want to know about i don't want to go there <laughs> i really don't the wild man in santa 
panties. <laughs> We're out. Hey, Lenny, <laughs> I appreciate you jumping on and telling our listeners about it. And I hope you'll all grab something and head on down to Buck's Outboard. They'll take cash, too, if you don't know what to buy. And you can always buy something there and donate it, shopping. too. They'll shop for you. Get on down there, make a donation, make yourself feel good, and help somebody else feeling a little bit better. Lenny, thanks for hooking up with us again. We'll do it again next week, my friend. Thanks for giving me the time. You got it, partner. Well, Mr. Brown, you're going fishing. You're going to get it out of there? You're going to uh, get it out of the garage? Yeah, no, I had it out of the garage last week. Might do it again this weekend. And uh, we also want to remind everybody, Sep, if they're going to Gone Fishing Marine, they close at 2 o'clock today. So get down there and get your boat bought early. That's right. And I'll probably see you out on Barry S. if you head out there next week. I'm going to sneak away. <laughs> Not <and> me, man. <laughs> I'm going to go out and see if those big kings are over in the corner yet. They haven't closed every other lake in the state. I ain't going there. Thank you all for joining us this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for being there. This is Sep. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.